Welcome back to the Creative Club podcast. You're here with John Marsh. And if you're a coach or creative business owner, this is your show to learn the key skills you need to attract dream clients, grow your business and build confidence. So today on the show, we're diving into how to think like a publisher. We're going to break down the whole creative process and really look at the last stage of this, which is shipping your work out there and we'll look at how to think about this in a way that can help you to get more of your stuff out there move through the resistance more easily and focus on the work that you love to do right and grow your business because that's a that's a great thing so let's jump into the episode you're here with john marsh this is the creator club podcast let's dive into this definition of the creator archetype so this comes from a book called The Creativity Leap uh, by a woman. Her name is Nat Nixon. And I was really fortunate to get Nat Nixon onto my podcast last year. I'll pop a link to that in the show notes. And in her book, uh, Nat's got a whole bunch of different archetypes defined. And the creator is defined as imaginative and artistic helps to realize a vision. And when we think about the creator, someone who's creating things and bringing them out into the world, we can see that there's three layers to this, right? There's the first layer of seeing the opportunity. So when we start off with this creative process, we need to see an opportunity for something. And this is really having empathy, uh, awareness, listening to the market, to the people around us. If we want to create something, help to realize a vision, firstly, we need to be able to see, right? We need to be able to understand where we could bring value into the community or into the culture. And there is a great quote, and I don't remember off the top of my head who it was attributed by. It's an author, uh, and he said, when people realize they are being listened to, they tell you things. And what we're really saying here is that the first step as the creator or the first layer to this is listening and being there for people, understanding, watching, noticing, because this can open up the door to the second level, which is once we see opportunity, we're listening to people, we hear a pain point, we get to create the actual work. And this is where a lot of people, you know, love to hang out. It is you know, sitting, it might be sitting on, you know, Photoshop or Canva creating a graphic, or it might be writing something on your computer or, you know, typing something out on your phone or outlining a coaching program that you want to publish or put out there and invite people into, or it could be dreaming up your podcast, right? This is the middle, uh, middle stage, the actual creation, the actual, putting together of the thing to release. Then the third stage is shipping out the work into the world, okay? Publishing the work. And this is the most important part because without this stage, everything remains an idea. So publishing opens up a feedback loop. It takes you from a hoarder of ideas into a giver. It creates... Uh, a movement of generosity as you bring the thing that you created out into the public domain and open for feedback. Now, feedback also allows you to improve the work. So obviously, this is a super important stage 
if you actually want to make the work better uh, and make a difference. But publishing itself is the the pinnacle, right? It's the the point of the most tension in the creative process because it brings it out into the real world and it uh, exposes you, requires a greater capacity. Anybody can sit behind the scenes and, you know, come up with some ideas, do a course, do a business program and have an idea. It's the publishing, it's the releasing that requires the greatest amount of energy. And with each of those stages of uh, creating, seeing the opportunity, creating the work, and then shipping the work or publishing it, we can see there's an increasing amount of energy or capacity that's required. There's a quote by Russell Brand in one of my favorite books, which is uh, Ship your, uh, Show Your Work by Austin Kleon. And Russell Brand's quote is, one day at a time, it sounds so simple. It is simple, but it isn't easy. It requires incredible support and fastidious structuring. And what he's saying here is that it sounds so simple to publish, right? Which is that third stage. But to show up and publish, to bring your work out one day at a time is incredibly difficult. And that's what we're talking about today. How to think like a publisher, because this is going to bring your work out into the world, open up that feedback loop, shift you into a, uh, a mode of generosity and help you to grow your business because you're ultimately going to create a lot more opportunities for your audience to work with you, to you know read your work, to listen to you, to build trust with you and open relationships with you. There's a, another quote uh, or concept that comes to mind from another one of my heroes who I talk about all the time, Seth Godin, and he talks about publishing in this way. The only purpose of starting is to finish, and while the projects we do are never really finished, they must ship. Shipping means hitting the publish button on your blog, showing a presentation to the sales team, answering the phone, selling the muffin, sending out your references. Shipping is the collision between your work and the outside world. So when we think about Seth or we think about other authors, uh, that's why they love publishers so much. The publisher takes the finished work and brings it out to the world. The author can basically close their door, send it to the publisher and get on with the work that they love. They don't have to deal with this. Now, for you and your small business, that's not the case. You're forced to deal with the publishing. You need to be there to make sure that your stuff goes out and that you can you know, cultivate the mental energy and the fortitude uh, to do this, to move through this stage, which is really tricky for a lot of people. A lot of small business owners, when they ignore this and don't appreciate the energy that's required to publish, They'll have a whole bunch of unfinished projects that might go for years at a time and never actually make it out there. And they end up losing out on business because their marketing suffers or they you know, don't create the offer or bring their offer out to the world. So let's look at three key elements to think like a publisher, okay? So you wanna create more work, put more content out there, um, you know, present more offers. How do we actually think like a publisher? How do we overcome this friction uh, consistently? We're going to look at three ideas here. You'll be able to use these ideas to think like a publisher, 
get more of your great work out to the world. And this is a great thing for your business. The more offers, the more work, the more uh, relevant content and conversations that you can create. And the more consistently you can create them and publish them, the better. Okay, so the first one is critical and this is called learning to stick to dates. Okay, learning to stick to dates. And what this means is we need to learn how to set dates for a project and release the project on that date. Okay, very simple. However, can be very difficult. So maybe you want to do a podcast, maybe you want to write a book, maybe you want to, you know, do a a new course or present a new program to your audience or have a workshop. Set a date. When is it going live? And people get frustrated with me on this all the time because I was on probably, I don't know, in the last week, maybe six to 10 different calls where we were talking about uh, different projects that are coming up for a business owner. And once we finish the conversation talking about it, I'll say, okay, great. And the question that you've been waiting for, what is the shipping date? What is the publishing date? When do we see this go out? And what we're looking for is a date that we can all write down and agree upon. And no matter what, the work has to go out on that date, even if it doesn't feel finished, right? So what happens is we're thinking in the future where we have one part of our consciousness, you know, on those future dates, putting these dates in, locking them in, and then we can stick to them. We can work backwards and create our plan. So setting the date and learning to stick to them is number one. Number two is embracing volume and frequency, right? So those are two different things, volume and frequency. Uh, volume is the amount of work that we can produce in a certain period of time. And frequency is how frequently we're producing. And what this means is a publisher, the, their job is to bring the work out, right? Their job is to release it. And so what we need to do is embrace that way of thinking. And so you could set up a period uh, I was just speaking to one of the amazing members in the Creator Club community, a business coaching membership, and he's doing a daily live on Instagram. And he's a uh, he's an exercise and holistic lifestyle coach. He teaches breath work and he runs retreats. Uh, and he is for every month, for every day this month, he's getting on there live and he's teaching some breathing exercises. And at the end of the month, he's going to have 30 videos that'll be up. That's significant volume and he also has significant frequency so he's embracing these because it builds the muscle it builds the instinct to produce or to publish so the question is where in your work or your life can you insert periods of high volume or high frequency right can you set up a month or can you set up a week string something together where you ship stuff out every day perhaps to build the muscle all right so high volume high frequency frequency just means that you know we don't want to do this high volume thing for three days and then stop we want to average it out so that we're showing up frequently this helps to also build trust with the audience uh, content could be a great example something small you know some a small piece of insight opinion assertion education uh, every day or every couple of days for a period of time, a month, two months, three months, 
you'll look back, you'll have created high volume, you'll created high frequency. Most importantly, you'll have created the capacity to publish, to, to put your stuff out there. So now when you go to launch a new marketing campaign or new uh, service or new program, it's a lot easier because you built this muscle. It's kind of like going into battle when you first do this because it is a muscle that hasn't been trained and you're going to try to put stuff out there, but you won't have this capacity. And so at the beginning, we just need to be aware of this and ready for that resistance, right? As Stephen Pressfield calls it, that resistance will hit you. But if you can go through it, you're going to also... Uh, build that capacity and be, uh, you know, thinking like a publisher and getting your work out there. The last or the third and final one for today that we're going to talk about is showing up no matter what. Okay, so you're going to have lots of things that are going to pop up in your, your, you know, your routine of creating work and bringing things out there. And you're going to have to make a decision. And if you leave that decision until that moment when you may not be feeling like it because something happened, uh, then it's going to be a lot harder to show up, right? Because you might be stressed or you might be frustrated or you might just be tired. But if you make a decision ahead of time to show up no matter what to the thing that you decided to do, you're going to be training that posture, training that habit. And this is going to help you to be consistent and create that work and get the work out there. Because at the end of the day, when you think about the publisher, their job is to show up. Their job is to help get the work of the creator or the artist and put it out there. Okay, so those are our three points to think like a publisher to get more of your great work out there to the world. We put our publishing hat on and we recognize that this third stage of creating anything is to publish it. And to do so, we can practice three key points. We can learn to stick to dates, put big circles around dates and get the dates up on the wall so that you can stick to them. We can embrace volume and frequency and learn that these are tools that we can use to build the muscle. And then finally, no matter what, we can choose to show up. We can agree to show up and stick to what we said we were going to do, even if it's something small that we create that day. It doesn't always need to be something big, but we can bring something small out to the world and keep showing up. If you just kind of continue and don't really think about this too much, you might be, you know, in the one of a hundred people who naturally is good at publishing your work and putting your stuff out there. But if you're like the rest of us, you're going to feel resistance. And if you don't recognize this and actually train it, uh, the chances are your work will end up being patchy, maybe a little inconsistent, and it'll forever be difficult to get your stuff out there and your marketing can suffer, your business can suffer. If you recognize that we really actually need to train this ability to publish work consistently and you learn to think like a publisher, you'll build a completely new skill set and it's going to help you create consistent work over time and your business can grow much easier. 
That's it for today's show. Thank you so much for joining me. If you have any questions on this one, send them along and I'd love to hear from you and we can address them perhaps on a future episode. Thanks again and we'll see you on the next one.